they use like Zoom, it seems to be pretty good for uh, interviews as well. It can be great, but it's I'm more what's the word? Readily able to boomer. <laughs> I am not a boomer. I cannot believe you even just it's use that with just me. Just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> you gotta stop it with the age jokes. I'm gonna have to whoop your ass. Yeah, you can use the age jokes for younger people, no? If I have to, but yeah, it's ageism. I'm gonna do that. I don't mind. All right. Say we're recording, Kevis. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. Welcome again to Anything Goes Hokkaido video and audio podcast. We are excited to have a guest with us today. I want to say in the studio, but of course we are still social distancing, so we're in our individual spaces. And Delena and my co-host. Yeah. She. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Or nice to see you guys again. <laughs> nice to meet you for the hundredth and fiftieth time. Yep. And today our special guest is Alan Dembski. Have I said that correctly? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, we have chatted briefly uh, since you actually hit us up on our our page, telling us that you've got some exciting projects going on. And uh, I'm like, yeah, fellow musician, let's get on it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm always just uh, looking around and excited to see uh, new projects, even like uh, just the podcast, like yourself. Getting out there, and and especially in Japan, just like motivating more people to do what they want, you know, whether it's a podcast or music. So I think I think it's fantastic. Wow, yeah, I'm not sure if we motivated this or not, but there is another new podcast here in Hokkaido in English that is all about the connection with Hokkaido and Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah, you haven't heard of it yet? No. Yeah, we'll have to hook up with those guys sometime soon. I'm the boomer、um, here. <laughs> Aloha, nira shaimase. Welcome to Sub Sapporo Dosanko Life. This is Chad and Jamie hanging in Sapporo, Japan. Thanks for joining us. If you're back and like what you heard, please support us and hit that subscribe button. Mahalo. Let's do this, man. Let's do it. All right. So we're recording. And... Yeah. Yeah, and、uh, one of the guys who's running that, Jamie, is also a bass player. And I believe you yourself are a bass player. Is that right, Alan? Yes,、Alan? yes, I am. I was admiring your five string in the videos and and pictures on your site. Ah,、oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, wh- which one is it? It had a T <laughs> on the on the neck, I think, but、oh, I wasn't yeah, sure yeah, the brands. I tell people that it's a、uh, it's custom made and it's for Dembski, my last name. Nice. Of... It's not. I'm <laughs> letting it. I'm letting it out. Oh. It out. <laughs> All right, Alan. So、uh, I've got tons of questions running around in my head, but how did you end up in Japan, and where do you hail from? Sure. So、uh, I'm from Toronto, Toronto, Canada.、Uh, very comfortable city. I love it very much,、uh, but felt I had to kind of break that like comfort zone and kind of like go overseas and. Originally, I was thinking about going to Spain, like spending a long time in Spain and just learning the culture. And then had some extra money, came to Japan for about a month and a half. Spent a week of it in Hokkaido. All right. Years back, and、uh, in the closest Sapporo, it's、uh, I might be saying it wrong, like Ebets, Ebetsu. Ebetsu. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yep.、Yeah. Good. Right. So,、um, anyways, yeah, like really liked it just because it was just so different. From like home, and that's really it. And then I'm like, oh, you know, studying Japanese is fun. Kind of, and I kind of just enjoyed it. And I'm like, all right, let's just go there and see what I could create from scratch. And、um, yeah, in Toronto, I was a teacher. I was teaching、uh, mathematics and chess classes. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you know, I can improve my teaching here, which is great. And I wanted to see, obviously, musically. What I could create and how I could get involved in the music scene here. So I literally, before I left, I literally went on SoundCloud and contacted all these musicians in like really bad Japanese, <laughs> not too far from my skill now, you know. But like I was just like, oh, Hajime Mashite, you know, Watashiwa Alan, just like, you know, Watashino bass player, like all these basic. 
classic phrases and um, a couple of them hit me up and was fortunate enough to play with them and uh, done really well. Like, yeah, played with some good Jap uh, local Japanese Tokyo musicians, got to play all over Japan and been even fortunate enough to have gone to Europe a couple times and yeah, and that's it. And then, you know, like nine years or close to 10 years later, I'm like still here. <laughs> nice. Amazing. That's yeah. incredible. So what made you decide to stay? Um, I think it's just, you know, it's I, originally I was supposed to stay for only two years, but I think when you move somewhere, it's very hard to pack everything up and then leave. Like you've created such great things, like whether it's career, you know, what, you know, just like whether it's the community you're a part of. And then you have to go back or go to another location and start from start scratch again. again. Yeah. So, you know, for me to go back, which, you know, I would consider it, you know, because I've never had a falling out with Toronto, but um, I would have to figure out how I could, you know, not start from scratch, like, like how to make it smoother in a mm -hmm. sense. For sure. I think that's the classic story. It's like, oh yeah, come to Japan for one or two years. That was my gig as well. <laughs> 19 years later, still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. I am the senpai in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Alan, um, you've got some pretty cool projects going on. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, pretty much I have this music. Uh, I've been creating this kind of ambient breakbeat kind of music for 10 years, but uh, I dropped all my acts, all these artists I've been playing with, and decided just let's see if I can do it on my own. And uh, in the last year, I've been playing live and just doing a Dembski kind of solo thing. And it's been a lot of fun, like experimenting, playing a lot of different venues, and uh, as well bringing on like a lot of my good friends here like i have a good friend uh, eva that does taiko drums mm. and i had her perform and i wanted like i'm kind of like i spent the, this first year kind of testing myself and my sound mm -hmm. and now i'm uh i'm at the point where yeah i'm finding a groove you awesome know? that's nice yeah how's and your so, situation yeah, yeah how's yeah. your situation <laughs> exactly. going yeah with corona uh, has it put you on hold or do you have time now sort of to get in the groove and make your own music music in a way? I think I think it's been more motivating than than yeah. ever. Yeah, so like I got a new track coming in August, mid-August uh, and it's pretty much about it's about like that hard work towards that passion. So it's called it's called cold coffee because you're working so hard on something you love that you're you forget about your coffee. Coffee, coffee yeah. cold. <laughs> totally. And it's totally. A, yeah. So there's that. Um, I also studied like a lot of digital marketing, so I'm kind of looking to see how I can market this differently and uh, look at myself like on Spotify, how I can grow my myself on spotify so i'm kind of geeking out on like ads and mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff and and doing research for a possible tour in the future whenever that happens right that's awesome yeah yeah previous guest of ours david sweetlow is also really into those algorithms and advertising for spotify and how to rank up etc so and he's yeah. one of the ones that went to Spain. <laughs> yes, he did. For yeah. like 30 years. Yeah, so um, definitely. I'm also getting ready to release a new song myself and right we'll diving headfirst into all of those things. But I really want to release a music video along with the song. Mm -hmm, so that's kind of where I'm at currently. In what a do, you guys, pattern. do you guys think the market is now? Is with uh, these digital platforms like iTunes and Spotify? It's, well, it's, um, it's a big yeah, part of the picture. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's as new, it's as new platform in some ways of, mm. of promoting yourself. And 
and I, I don't know what to think of it personally, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, in some ways, I'm such a grassroots kind of person, like go out, meet people, mm-hmm. give them a sticker, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but this this way, it's like you got these really interesting programs that are able to reach larger audiences. And then you get to see who those people are. And then let's say it's uh, Amsterdam, you know, like people in Amsterdam connect with your music. Uh, you know, that's good insights to see like, oh, maybe I, I'm just going to research about the music scene there and see what happens. And, um, it's, it's quite good. And I, I think for people that do it here and that focus on Japan, I think they're at quite a big advantage in some ways because I'm not sure a lot of independent artists think that way. Here. Mm. No, I think a lot of artists here in Japan are quite uh, old fashioned with uh, still making those CDs. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think I know many Japanese people who use Spotify as their main uh, source of music mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. So I do think the marketing is a little bit different in Japan. But of course,、uh, it depends on what your market is. Is in a way, of course,、mm-hmm. if you're doing totally. Totally. English music, maybe the Japanese market is not your thing, so definitely.、Sure mm. um, there's still a big place for CDs in Japan, especially. I got some figures from a lady in Tokyo who's really into the whole music scene and brings big artists over. and There was a forum, and she's like, No, I mean, a huge percentage, like a vast majority of music sales are still CD in Japan, so there's a place for it, especially if you're playing live. Mm-hmm. I mean, people want to have that thing to take home、right. that reminds them of the moment that they felt that particular way during your show, whether they actually、okay. ever listen to it or not. <laughs> you know, for, me having... t- for me, it's t shirts. I usually buy it、okay. like, when I、yeah. go to a live, if they sell some merch or something like that, I usually buy that, but、yeah. not CDs, no. Yeah, I'm actually. A place for merch. If you have live <laughs> shows, there's a place for merch. Go ahead. I'm actually thinking.、Um... Socks is the way、I'm, I want to go. Oh. Ooh. Have you found the sock maker? No, no, no. <laughs> It's just an idea right now, but、uh, I think eventually. You can get those、uh, Japanese toe socks. Well, out, of, out, of all the,、uh, out of all the things, I'm like, everyone loves a nice, funky pair of socks. <laughs> I have friends that collect them from all over the world. So. I think、wow. you've got a nice niche market, and I'm probably going to steal that idea. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about sharing. I'm not, I'm not going to get stuff. <laughs> no, I, I remember there was a time when instead of CDs, like having clip drives with your music already on it for sale and like branded was kind of popular. I don't really know if that's still going to be a thing or not.、Um, But definitely, like Spotify and all of the streaming music players, that's where a lot of people are listening. And I put、uh, like a couple of singles out years and years ago on iTunes through、uh, CD Baby. Yeah. And so I was pleasantly surprised when I figured out how to pronounce it correctly because the title is Korekara in Japanese. Yeah.、Um, but I have Alexa set to English at home. And so. <laughs> I had to use the other song on the, on the mini CD track. Like, Alexa, play this song by this group. And then she's like, playing Kore Kara. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh huh, I can't even ma- mimic that. But like, you can hear a couple, like three songs of mine from a decade ago on there now that I never like, said, yeah, I put it up there. It's just part of the programming. Yeah. So it, it's nice, it's available. Yeah, it's the same with、uh, some of my, my old, old band in Canada.、Uh, mm-hmm. I can find my music on, on like Google and iTunes as well. I'm like, how did this get here? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、right. yeah, but but I mean, yeah, for example,、excited. I use, I'm one of the ones who use Spotify a lot.、Mm-hmm. I think last year I spent 800 hours or something listening to. Music on Spotify.、Yeah. So. I thought you were about to say $800. I'm like, what? No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no it's just a, what is it, subscription? What is it, like $9 subscription or whatever for a month? But I use it every, at least every day or every second day. So it's very, very good. Good value.、Mm. 
So, Alan, uh, where do you play live in Tokyo? Uh, in to- so, actually, I'm playing this Thursday. I'm doing a streaming event. Uh, yeah, so recently I've been playing at,、uh, you know, Shimo Kitazawa, that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, I've been playing this place called Ochiai Soup. And it's a very, very underground place. It's literally, it's, this, it's really funny location. It's like below a laundromat. Wow. <laughs> kind of like a dirtier kind of place, but the sound is absolutely incredible. And、uh, recently, I've been just trying to help out, yeah, like Ochiai Soup,、uh, Shimo Kitazawa, Basement Bar, and Three.、Um, just try to get them revenue and make sure they stay alive. Because, you know, I don't want to lose them. <laughs> I really、yeah. don't. So, we, yeah, yeah we've been,、uh, me and my friends have been doing all these, like, kind of YouTube streams, raising money for them. And we raised about 45,000 yen for Ochi Soup. And, nice. Yeah, and, like, we had a bunch of, like, great camera people, and they just helped out. And I, we, we just bought them a lot of beer. <laughs> and, like, You know, like it was a win win. We got like good footage and we're helping a good cause. So, yeah, a lot of the Shimokitazawa area places and、um, hopefully more. Hopefully more. I know some people that work for venues here as well. So,、mm. yeah. yeah, that's excellent. You're able to do some streaming events like that.、Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about trying to do it much earlier in the corona situation when it still didn't seem safe to even have. A group of musicians in the same place. <laughs> yeah. So I had to pass on that, but I'm hoping to also start doing some support for local businesses as well if the numbers could, stay low. It could be a, a cool collaboration for you guys like to do a, like a show with a bunch of artists and then you guys are in between doing the podcast or something, like as a, this cool intermission. Hosting and then. Yeah, it could be、yeah. kind of an interesting like,、uh, setup.、Right? That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I, I'm already brainstorming a place, and <laughs> yeah,、oh. I like the idea.、That's、Hold on, guys, I'll be、uh, right back. Let me play a song. Yeah, yeah, that's what this、uh, time is about. This time's about creating and motivating and, and just thinking of those random ideas, and that's it. Making your coffee go cold. There you go. <laughs> Love it. So, you are releasing your new track when? This will be August 18th. And is that going to be streaming only, or what ways can people listen to your new song? It, it's going to be just streaming.、Um, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to、uh, put it on Bandcamp as some form of fundraiser for something. Okay. Like, I don't make any, you know, musicians don't make mu- a lot of money. You know, if I can cover my. I'm, I'm fortunate enough, like, where if I can get, like, flights or, take, you know, transportation covered, I'm happy, right? But if I can put it towards, like, something,、mm-hmm. I think that's good. And I think we need more giving than just taking, you know, like, especially with the crazy news going on, you know, sometimes. Wrong. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said for being able to just share freely.、Uh, it's, it's difficult, though. Like, I find myself having so many different sources of revenue, feeling really fortunate that I'm、mm. able to continue teaching and doing a lot of other things besides music and、yeah. the live shows. But I have a lot of people that, until this, you know, relied on me to produce shows and pay them, and they're in a bit more of a predicament. Not having as many options to them. So, yeah, I think it would be really exciting to find creative, safe ways to allow performers to continue doing what they love and the ones that that's all they do, maybe put the funding in that direction. Totally. Yeah, you've got my brain going crazy right now with that <laughs> podcast slash live show kind of thing. I'm, I'm really like, ooh, I want to do that. <laughs> Eventually. You know, I'll look to release probably this as a vinyl. So that, that's the one thing, like、um, back home, you know, in Canada, US as well, vinyl sales are much higher than CD sales. So, yeah,、uh, vinyl has kind of made a huge comeback. Oh. 
Yeah, people people like the, you know, there's something in that analog feel of just putting the needle on and being, you're kind of really a part of that music in some yeah. ways. So, um, you know, if I could, pretty much it's like vinyl and socks. That's where my future is. <laughs> that sounds like a brand or something. Going back vinyl to the retro socks. style. It sounds that's like. a great, yeah, that's a great brand name. Vinyl and socks. Vinyl, vinyl socks or something. <laughs> I like it. And then more for like even pop art or something. and Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, Alan, what song would you recommend to our viewers or listeners to get into your music? To get in? Yeah. Uh, well, so, uh, the last track I did was called uh, Community. And uh, I think that's a really good representation of where I'm heading with my music. That's a pretty chill vibe. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it just yeah. reminds me of actually smoking weed, <laughs> smoking well, weed know, and like, chilling, and maybe a bit grooving. You know, like yeah, like Canadian roots. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a, uh, you know, what is it's um, it's funny because I I teach a lot. Like I I teach a lot of businessmen and women, and my tone is naturally pretty like relaxed. Mm. But they think I'm like just like slowing down my voice for my students. But it's normal, like, yeah. Ah, this is just me, you know. It's like, so, not yeah. I guess naturally that's what it would be like. I, I you know, some you know music where people can chill, relax, and hopefully motivate them towards something. But definitely, like in Hokkaido, like my mates on the rooftop having a barbecue having a few drinks listening to your music is really really chill and right on. really really nice so right on awesome yeah. perfect yeah. yeah i saw you were up on the rooftop about two hours ago shinya ah Dylan. one of my share mates received a lot of squid and Whoa. octopus from a friend mm-hmm. so we were casually barbecuing squid for about an hour and uh, chilling to chilling the vibes too. of Alan Dembski. Well, well, you guys are um, honestly Sapporo has by far the best food and quality of everything in Japan. Agreed. And, <laughs> um, Not biased, but yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, it's like really like I haven't had anything better. Like some of the best meals of my life are in you know Sapporo, Asahikawa. Mm-hmm. That whole region is incredible. So. What do you like the best? There's, you know what? There's this restaurant in Sapporo called uh, Beast Kitchen. Beast Kitchen. Yeah, Beast Kitchen. It, yeah, don't let the name fool you. It's fantastic, and they they do a lot of uh, really innovative, like Japanese kind of soul food, and, like uh, really, you know, it's like. You know, how do you say, like, uh, elevated, like, izakaya food. So, you know, they'll have uh, fresh, like, a shiitake mushroom, but it's like a, they serve it in a way where it's raw, like, you can eat it raw, or they'll have, like, good venison, deer, and just, like, everything's, like, locally sourced. Um, I highly recommend it. Look at Beast Kitchen, sounds good. Yeah, Yeah, in the future. And they have some stupid uh, Nomi Hodai deal that makes no sense. You're just going to get sick. <laughs> and uh, I don't recommend that. I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. I've been to, what is it, four to five hours Nomi Hodai's before. <laughs> and I don't know how they make their money because you spend about 2,000, 2,500 yen for four to five hour Nomi Hodai's. And of course, if foreigners go there, uh, we would drink the whole bar till it's empty, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, David and you particularly had things to say about that on his episode. Oh yeah. And seeing, looking it up, a uh, Beast Kitchen here, uh, another local YouTuber does a program called Shun, and episode seven is about two, three minute long feature on Beast Kitchen. I will see oh. if we can actually maybe incorporate that to the edit of the podcast and uh, promote another local artist here. So maybe you're going to be hearing about Shun from the the Beast Kitchen from the Shun people right after this. 
da, da, da. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that recommendation. It's really cool, actually, to have somebody that's not living here tell us, like, <laughs> the things that they Somewhere remember Somewhere that best. we don't know either. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when this is all, like, ready to just go party again on the town, like, all these places we want to go. Some oh, exciting stuff. There are so many in, in Hokkaido. Like, I, I didn't even scratch the surface. Okay, like, like dig deep. We're, we're ready to go. Uh, yeah, I got, I got to, like, uh, I got to break out, like, my, like, list. And I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Send it to us. <laughs> send us. We'll, we'll try and post it in the comments uh, section. Like, this is Alan's list of must-go places in Hokkaido. I, I, I do have one list, though, for people in, like, uh, Tokyo, kind of, um, yeah, more like Tokyo, Yokohama area. But, like, I like to have one for, like, each city where it's like, yeah, this is where this is where it's at and you have to be kind of adventurous you know mm. and yeah the language barrier will be there <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> no i love that we tried to set up something early on with the podcast i think on our facebook page like one of those google maps where people could just pin their favorite restaurants in hokkaido oh, yeah. so that should still be up and available if anybody's listening now and uh, wants to go like yeah you got to try out this place anywhere in Hokkaido, go pin it on the map. Just dig yeah. it up to the Facebook Anything Goes Hokkaido page. Should be there. Also, I the, uh, was it the Jozanke area is really beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. place for the onsen. Yeah. yeah, really, really cool. So, Wow, you really a, know the area. This is exciting. I, I yeah, like, um, you know, this is one of my homes, so I'm going to research the crap out of it and find out what's best you know and yeah like i'm i'm already like i haven't even planned to or bought a ticket yet for sapporo i'm already planning it in my head of like <laughs> what i should do when was the last time you were here it was last year it was actually for work okay so um yeah so i teach uh like i help like corporate clients and mm -hmm. do like kind of coaching on like presentations and meetings and stuff and uh, I was actually invited to go to Hokkaido University and wow. help the staff there. Nice. And it was on a weekend. It was on a Saturday. It was an intensive course on the Saturday. And uh, my company was all right with me staying an extra day. Spent, it was fantastic. Like just oh, wonderful. a weekend in Sapporo. Yeah, of course I'll do that. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. I you were recently a guest on another of uh, the Japan English-speaking podcast, uh, Japan What? Yes. And you talked mostly about your work, so yes, it yes. must be quite fascinating. I'm already going, like, I want to talk to you personally, because <laughs> I also do language coaching for hotel staff and other kinds of businesses, but I, what you do sounds even more fascinating. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, I think it's a lot of the stuff is the same. It's mm. more like you know just helping people how to listen to people and just uh understanding that what you might think is polite or what you might think is correct might be a different definition in a different country mm -hmm. in some ways right so not being afraid to interrupt and uh yeah just like simple techniques like that and how to be curious in other people and how mm. to deliver and tell stories so all, all these things, there's so many within the job, right? So You say you work for a company. Is this a rather large one or? Yeah, yeah, pretty big. It's, uh, it's it has like a pack. It's like a really bad, terrible Pac-Man logo called <laughs> okay. uh, Alk. Alk, you probably heard of it. But uh, it's an ugly like Pac-Man logo. <laughs> they, they really did an awful job with that. How can it be ugly Pac-Man? It's just like a, a circle that's a uh, cut off, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they ended up screwing that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I respect them a lot because they um, just a lot of really cool programs. And I think the big thing is, it sounds kind of weird, but if I do a bad job, they won't give me clients. And I kind of like that pressure because I want to know that there's like accountability in my job in some mm -hmm. ways. So um, yeah, like I, I just really like it. They understand that I tour for music. So I work hard for them and they respect my time off. 
which is great. So. Yeah, that's awesome, and I could be wrong, but it seems like that story is not that common when you're working with a Japanese company.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Even especially private teaching as well. That's exactly the same. It all goes down to ratings, and if your ratings、yeah. are low, you always get as many students. So. This is something I learned early on when I came here and started teaching for a living as well. I remember talking with someone. I was like, "Why? Why are students maybe like just quitting?" It was not a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. Just like if a student quit, I was from the American point of view. Like, why didn't they tell me what I did wrong? Give me a chance to、yes. make it right. That's kind of, I think, common sense in the U.S. at least. Maybe a lot of the West. But my husband said, "Why should they lose face and be uncomfortable to tell you that when they can just go find another teacher?" Yeah, and that really stuck with me in a way of that—that's even kind of my style now.、Mm-hmm. Like, if I work with a musician, for example, who doesn't deliver,、mm-hmm. then if if it comes down to a proper conversation, of course, I'd be happy to give them feedback. But due to the culture here, it's more like, "Thank you so much. Here's your pay, and I'm not ever asking you to play again." But I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's where. I just don't. I don't know if I want that to be a part of me. So I'm always very, like,、uh, I teach a lot of feedback. I like we do a lot of feedback sessions and show them that giving constructive feedback is a positive thing. But、yeah. you know, it's, it's part of the culture. I don't want to accept. And、mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's like I want to show them that I respect them, but can also. Tell them where I'm like ah、oh, we don't agree you know yeah and I th- I think that's that form of the respect definition I like more and instead of like okay I won't say anything and then just cut relations yeah I don't want them to leave I don't want them to continue like a path like I want them to think about that you know if, maybe I'm wrong you know no <laughs> actually I'm feeling it I'm feeling kind of the whole like ah.、Oh. I need to head back that direction a bit more. And again, it really depends on the relationship. Like, if you've、oh. got a relationship that's worth salvaging, totally. Even if it's a pain. Shinya, we've had a couple conversations where I probably <laughs>、uh, threw some cold water on. Yeah. Or, but、um, I do think, for example, if it's in a business、uh, sort of way, I mean, cutting it off is fine. But saying why is a good reason. I do think.、Um, for me, in certain situations, I. I can say, "Oh, you're effing bad," or something, or just, and of course, with reason. Of course, I'm just, not, I'm just not saying like, "Oh, you're shite," and then just leaving, you know. But、uh, of course, having a reason why and helping them to improve in the future. Of course,、yeah. they can accept it or they can refuse it, and、mm. uh, that's their decision in a way, I guess. I think well, it depends a lot on the attitude of the person. If you know、yeah. that they're just not going to accept. The critique,、mm. then sometimes, and that's kind of what I was talking about in a case where maybe they already had a reputation and it just、right. wasn't worth damaging the, the the good feeling we had going, just、yeah. knowing it's better to look elsewhere. But I find here, like you said, your company won't give you clients unless you perform and do a good job, and so that's that's good sign of feedback. Yeah, it, it is. Like、uh, there's a lot of that, and.、Um... You know, it's it's funny because、uh, so my good friends in Toronto they have a band called、uh, Fried Dough, which is Fried、uh, Dough. Yeah, which is、uh, yeah, like a you know, it's like a sweet, tasty treat, but for music, right? And、uh, you know, I've I helped them out, you know, with a tour in Japan and actually in Europe last year. So I was like their tour manager, which was a, a cool experience for me because. Like I can use this for the future. I can make experience.、Cool、yeah, it's a good experience. Yeah. yeah, good connections. I can save them for whenever I want to go touring, and I still have them.、I'm、good friends with a lot of people in Poland and in Czechia and all that. But、um, sitting down with them, you know, like we're in a bar in Prague or something, and they're talking about like the next release, and then the way they argue and about each other and say, "Oh, your idea is so stupid and so free." How they talked about it, I'm like, oh man, I need this. Yeah, but the connection is. But they relate. Yeah, I guess their relations are quite strong, so they can just say whatever they want, and 
they don't feel bad about it, you know, so. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're effing stupid, like, blah, 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 this is why, and it was really refreshing to, to hear that again, because mm. you're so far removed from it sometimes over here, and, you know, I have a couple friends where I can do that, we can talk a lot of garbage to each other, which is fantastic, but for them, it was a different level, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, my home, <laughs> you know, <laughs> arguing over like sausage in some like small like pub or something <laughs> wow that sounds incredible yeah i did just didn't even hit me until you started talking about it how much i had assimilated that particular aspect of the japanese culture and, i mean you are uh, pretty much japanese now delena <laughs> no okay well, you're at least you're at least half now Let's <laughs> But that's the thing, like, I will never be a hafu like you are because I didn't grow up with that experience. I will never be Japanese because I don't look the part, so but even... I just, yeah, but of course personality is very different and I do think personality-wise, maybe mm. your personality is more Japanese compared to me. So mm, even, though, even though I'm hafu, yeah, growing up in Australia... I used to hear it all the time. Oh, Delena, you're more Japanese than Japanese. And I used to try. I used to try so hard to be like Japanese and fit into the culture. And I recall really clearly、um, one episode that made me kind of rethink that. It was back when Michael Jackson's This Is It came out in、oh, the、yeah. theaters. And the, the place they were showing it,、um, that I went to see it with my sister in law, was tiny, like one theater place. And so they didn't have a proper concession stand with fresh popcorn. And she had bought a bag of like that kind of stale popcorn. <laughs> and、uh, I didn't open it in the beginning of the show because we weren't hungry. But halfway through, I was like, okay, I want to eat some popcorn. I couldn't fucking open the bag because I knew it was going to wrinkle make and make noise and disturb the other people. And I went, okay, I'm taking this too far. And also, like, nobody was moving. I mean, this is Michael Jackson. You have to groove with it. And like, how do you not move your body? While、oh, watching this、yeah. movie, and everybody, and I'm like sitting there, like, can't help it. I'm a musician, but I feel awkward <laughs> pressure. <laughs> and my sister in law is kind of looking at me sideways, I think. And yeah, like, I used to always be really careful not to play the music loud in my car. And if I'm in like a neighborhood or something, I turn it down, but otherwise, I'm like, blast it, sing it. Yeah. Like, oh, you just have to realize, you just have to realize you don't give a F. Yeah. Why are you like you're policing your language and I did it for the first time? That's probably the first F bomb I've ever dropped on the show. Oh,、uh, okay. You put,、uh, I, I'll swear, but if you、That's、swear first, then I'll swear. Are we, are we allowed? I, I did. I wasn't sure. But it's,、oh, always me, it's always me swearing first, so I feel bad. I think、so、if you swear first, I'm fine. I did. <laughs> I actually did just now.、Um, well, and it's your、uh, influence, totally. It's funny. The,、um, I went to.、Um, A concert at Budokan in Tokyo. Yeah.、Uh, you know, Tedeschi Trucks Band? Have you ever heard of them before?、Oh. They're like kind of like a very, they're from the States and they're very like Americana, like that kind of Southern psychedelic rock soul kind of thing. And、uh, I like, I had these seats and I was like, after the first song, I was literally crying because. I hadn't heard this sound in ye- like years. Like, it was like home to me, you know, because I used to drive to the States all the time, go to festivals, all that. And I'm like, honestly, a mess in my seat, like crying like crazy. And then right beside me is this, this Japanese salaryman guy. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah. I was like, I've gotten that so many times. I've、yeah. realized now that if you go to one of those concerts in Japan, you have to get a front row area where you stand, especially in Budokan, where you s- the standing area, because that's when all the people are jumping up and down and crying、yeah. and dancing, and all the people up on the stage are just sitting down and looks like they're just going to like some after. <laughs> After work, sort of meeting or something, and they're going to a concert.、Work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, what are, you, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> But it, it's, it's the same thing as that the This Is It kind of concert. It's like、yeah. people should be ripping their hair, hair out right now and, like, <laughs> you know, like doing all this crazy stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, it was, 
Yeah, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a different experience here going to most shows. Um, you know the band Mr. Big from yeah, the States? Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, everybody knows, like, I'm the one who wants to be yeah. with you. Like, their number one song and a couple, like, Wild World. But otherwise, in the States, they really weren't that big of a hit compared to Japan, where they are huge. And... I got really introduced to them through my husband and watching old videos like, you know, women would be topless in the audience here in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like that level is rare, though. Yeah. And we went to see them when they re- re- did their reunion tour uh, f- some years back and they started here in Sapporo. And it was just like everybody seated and quiet and <laughs> nobody going nuts. But I feel you on that front very much. Yeah, I would love to do shows like that. Well, one one music scene here that is quite crazy and amazing is the. I used to play a lot in the post rock and hardcore scene. That's crazy. I, yeah, and they are all they're always a lot of fun, and they're and they're all sweethearts. Like the bands I've played with, they're all just they're like screaming like ah, like this. But when you meet them, they're the shyest, they're the nicest lovely. people. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're amazing. I love them. So uh, it was, yeah, it was really cool. And those crowds are always a lot of fun and high energy. Mm. But respectful, it's respectful moshing at the same time. Yeah, respectful moshing. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. And then compared to, for example, when I went to a concert in Australia and it was like a back, back of the bar we're in a really small space but it could fit about 400 people i think maybe 300 but maybe they managed to get like 400 people in people were jumping on top of each other uh, spraying beer everywhere someone was drunk and climbed up onto the roof yeah, and... we're animals we're yeah. all animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. had to stop the band and then he was like screaming i can't get down and shit like this and hello yeah so it's crazy Wow. So there, there's a lot. There's, there has to be quite a big pop, uh, Australian population in Sapporo, I would guess. Um, I don't think a lot of them actually make it to Sapporo, to be honest. <laughs> they tend to stay. D, yeah, it's just a Sapporo detour. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. yeah. But at the moment, I don't think there's many. Of course, I think most of them went back home because of Corona. So, yeah. 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 There's definitely a, a downturn in the foreign population all around. Yeah. And with tourism continuing to be like no. Of course, right now they are doing like Go Go Japan. Is that the name of the promotion? Trying to encourage people to travel <laughs> locally. Yeah. It's just not. It's still not good timing though. It's just not good timing, and it's it's not that considerate of other countries too. You know, it's like. I know, I know they want New Zealand, like, especially New Zealand or like uh, Kiwis, you know, to come on over because there's zero cases over there. But why would they want to ruin that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard some disturbing news just a couple days ago. Um, Can't really verify it exactly, but uh, I heard that a lot of the rural areas in Japan, people who think they might be sick with coronavirus actually travel out of their area to get tested because of the stigmatism associated with it so heavily and i do know of personal friends that have had some serious um issues in their rural villages of having tested positive and then losing business having to shut down business just because you're a relative not even affected by it Um, so i can understand that but it's also a little scary to think Maybe Iwate actually isn't zero, <laughs> or you know, well, these different well, that's, places. That's the one thing. It's like um, the what you know. If you look at the you know the U.S. is an interesting situation, but the one thing they're doing, and same in Canada, is they're, they're doing a crap load of testing. You know, so and same with like uh, you think of Taiwan and Korea. They did so much. Like I have really good friends in Korea right now. And yeah, just everywhere testing, but like, it would be good to know that there's more testing here yeah. to have a better understanding of it. So, 
Yeah, for sure. So there's still a lot. And、mm-hmm. the thing is, we all have different opinions about what this situation totally, totally. is or isn't. And it's not to say that any, we just don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> we really、no. don't. And、uh, small disclaimer here、uh, in this show, We like to really say anything goes and not police our guests on their opinions or what they talk about or even their language.、Um, but our guests' opinions do not necessarily reflect that of anything goes Hokkaido or myself or Shinya. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with you, actually. It was more like a, a recent anonymous tip about、uh, potential guests and things and just going, you know what? Thank you for the information. I don't care.、Um, people can form their own opinions. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah just to throw that out there. We respectfully、uh, reserve the right to let anyone we choose come on the show, and、uh, they're their own person. And for our listeners and viewers, you are your own person. Use that beautiful brain of yours to make your decisions about where you travel and what you eat、yeah. and which shows you go to, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's actually,、uh, you know, it's funny because that's, I teach a lot of that in my, my、uh, classes as well. It's just like the idea of like, Respecting the disagreement、mm. and then listening to each other. And like that alone is so true. It's like more of that is definitely needed, you know, like no matter what, you know, it's no one knows what's going on, but respect,、mm. try to understand and grow from it, you know? Absolutely. Growth is really important for all of us. Yeah. And I feel like、uh, part of doing this project with this show, it's been really cool to learn from people. Mm-hmm. And you know, I have different points of view, so it's、um, really exciting to see where we go from here. And、uh, for all of those people out there listening and watching us, we appreciate your patronage,、um, just being a part of the community. That was a big part of my vision for this program is everybody knows Hokkaido has the best food and the best <laughs> nature, and it's just cool in both meanings of the word. And、uh, the thing is, the community and the people that、mm. come here, like yourself,、um, even if it's just for a short time on tour or work,、mm. and you know, the community here is just really incredible. And we just want to showcase more and more of that. And when it's safe to do so, I also really want to go on location and show more of the nature and the food and、uh, meet people a little further afield or that are not necessarily tech savvy enough to come on in this manner. I think it's,、uh, it, it's really important. It's really great because、uh, I think sometimes, you know, being in Tokyo for so long, it's so refreshing to go outside of it and realize, yeah, there, there's so much more going on and it's much chiller. Like, people are like very tense sometimes here, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So it's.、Um, Yeah, like stepping out and going to Sapporo and connecting, going to、uh, Kochi. And I've, been, I've been to most of Japan and、uh, it's, it's good. It's a good reminder that not everyone in Japan is like Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure.、Yeah. And I think people who come here get this image like the place where they lived or they visited is how it is everywhere. In Japan, because we think of Japan as being a small country, but it's actually quite large. And if you look back at the history, like Sengoku Jidai, there were all these different countries. And that's why, if you go to somewhere like Aomori, you probably won't understand what they're saying at all because the language background is so completely different.、Mm-hmm. And,、uh, you know, just you have to explore Japan yourself and see how many incredible places there are. But Hokkaido is the best in many ways. <laughs> well, you have that.、Uh... What is that? That, that、uh, is it like Melon Kuma or something? Melon <laughs> Bear? The mascot? The mascot? Yeah. The so I, I super love. Super scary mascot. So I, I love. What's the super scary mascot? You know, the bear with the melon head, like all the veins on it. It's like green and. Marimokkori? No, that's just、uh. kind of gross, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why? The, the well, melon I think I know. The melon no, mascot. The melon bear mascot. Like, the only mascot I know is. Do you know, Mar- you know Marimokkori, right? Yeah. He's the green one and he's like in a green, what is it, uniform costume, but he has a bulge in his pants. Which、That's、is very、uh, funny. Mokkori <laughs> means? <laughs> yeah. And so it's yeah. a wordplay on Marimo and、yeah. Mokkori. Yeah. 
Did you ever see in Otaru there is a, a bear that has like a skeske bear, I think? <laughs> <laughs> and、What? it has a tissue in its hand, which just has like so many implications. <laughs> there are some gross masks here. Good old Japan. Japan. So that's But、uh, um, the melon I, bear. I have a lot of pictures of me with mascots. Like, I love taking pictures of mascots. I think it's just hilarious. Like, it, just the sheer creation. Of how they can come up with all these incredible ideas. Well, incredible ideas, right? <laughs> But like,、uh, yeah, really. Creative, creative. creative here,、ideas. here. I've just pulled up some melon bear pictures. I'm going to share the screen real quick.、Um, and you can see with us live. popular. Okay. Can you see that? <laughs> Yeah? Wait, I've never seen this before. You've never seen this? <laughs> I have、scary. seen it live. It's scary, and he'll actually like, bite your head. Like, <laughs> I should wear this for Halloween. That actually would be a really good Halloween costume. Well, the cute one, that little、uh, stuffed toy. Yeah, the, oh, this yeah. one's cute. This one here. But yeah, I mean, look at <laughs> this. This looks like straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, poor, poor kids. I've seen kids crying <laughs> when they see this mascot. Definitely. It's not a surprise, yeah. Well, there's quite a few of those things in Japan, like that. And in、uh, Akita, there's the Namahage dam, where、yeah. their job is just to scare the crap out of you. Oh,、me. yeah, yeah. Namahage. So, I mean, Japan is just famous for mascots, for companies, for areas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they come up with just like every village or city has to have their own specialty, be it food or, or something, usually food.、Um, here, I'll share the screen for the Namahage as well, real quick, so our viewers can check that out. Of course, we're seeing ourselves for a moment. Here we go. This is the more traditional than、yeah. the Meronkuma,、yeah. which is quite recent. This、uh, Namahage. Only, maybe? Only, yeah. Yeah. So there I are. I mean, you see a lot of these masks actually if you go to、uh, Otaru and you go to the mountain. I forgot what the mountain's called. Delena, help me out. I don't know.、Uh, I'm, the first. It's like I, the, I'm not aware of what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like the famous mountain in Otaru,、uh, Ten, Ten Nanayama.、Uh, and then if you go to the top, they have like a little museum and they have all these. Oni masks and Hanya masks, for example. So,、okay. uh, Tengu Yama, Tengu Yama. Yeah.、Ah, Tengu Yama, I have never been there. That's why I didn't have a clue what you were <gasps> talking about. 20 years in Hokkaido? Almost. You guys, you guys should do a、like, location podcast. That is absolutely like the beginning vision of this whole Already, thing. Already, yeah. Already、Corona、thinking about that from like... the start. But... <laughs> Yeah, for part of the, my motivation for starting it too is all of my work filming for the airport and tourism videos, of course, got completely canceled.、Mm -hmm. And I wanted to continue that and have an outlet for future jobs that actually pay. <laughs> But、um, yeah, I think sooner than later, perhaps we could make some excursions like that. And I've been taking video of different parks and places and trying to. Edit those into our Instagram account or you know, put them into the videos. Like, had a nice little excerpt on Lake Shikotsu a little while back. Shinya, when you go camping, can you take some video for us? Yeah, of course. That would be awesome. Yeah, but、uh, actually, actually, I'm change, change of plans, but we are going to Shakotan. No way. So, Shakotan is very, very, very beautiful. Very... What? I know. But you've been to so many places, but you haven't been to like the I've only places to where the normal places, people go. <laughs> I've only been to the places I've been paid to go doing the filming for Have Fun in Hokkaido. Wow. That was the thing, like, because, yeah,、um, I'm not really in a position to just take off and travel on my own easily.、Um, if, I don't, if it's not for work, I don't get to, like, just go off and do things. So, yeah, that was the. Hugest blessing to be able to see so much of Japan in the last couple of years through that work. But have yeah. In, have you guys been in the、uh, Wakanai area? Yes. So, I haven't. Yeah. So well, that, that's it, understandable. It's far. That area is,、um, 
it's I don't know I've never been there but I really want to go because I grew up in like the little Moscow of Toronto area mm-hmm. and I think it's fascinating to see the Japanese Russian like yeah. kind of connection there. I, yeah that, I think that's just so interesting because it's it's oh, very sure. different Russian Canadians you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was really intrigued by Wakanai as well also, just because the name is kind of fun, yeah. but I got to go to Wakanai and Rishiri Rebun Islands last summer with Have Fun in Hokkaido, and it was incredible. I really, really recommend people try to visit there if they can afford the time, but it is the furthest most point of Hokkaido mm. slash Japan. So it does take uh, some time and a little bit of funds because you need to take a ferry or like a small flight into the island airports to get there. But it's beautiful, the best food ever. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Really awesome. But yeah, Shakotan, I I think I have some video that somebody sent in. I might even put into this episode, if not a sooner one. Um, Yeah, I recommend uh, Kaisendon or Uni Sea Urchin. Sea urchin and kaisendon is what for our seafood bowl Japanese is that what it's called yeah it's like sashimi bowl. on top of rice yeah many kinds so last time i went there i had a raw octopus raw crab and a sea urchin on some rice beautiful sounds amazing yes yes can and i come you- with you <laughs> <laughs> With your <laughs> own car, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> well, you're uh, lending me the tent, so right, I can't, right. I can't stop you. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, my kids and I will pile in and, and join. Ah, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be five people in a four-man tent, cozy. I, I don't know if it's a four-man tent. It's, it's big. Oh, really? Okay, okay. It looks really big. I tried to set it up the other night with some lighting in my yard, and but I went. A- so it's actually it's like a four. Person. It's actually a four adult tent. How do you? Well, I guess That's you're not actually. Bad with kids. That's not bad, you know. The kids, kids are like half. one adult space. Yeah. <laughs> four we'll adults. Uh, oh, is it Western size? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would kind of defeat the point of social distancing with the camping scenario, though. So, anyway, but I do want to go to Shakotan badly. Yeah. Anyways. Maybe we just have to get another tent. Yeah. Anybody want to let us tent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrapping up to the now mark, Alan, is there anything else that you would like to talk about on the show? Uh, yeah, everything is great. Uh, just uh, support, yeah, local music and local cafes and all the places you love. Just, you know, help them out and help each other i guess that's the main thing yeah love it yeah and where can we find you yeah so if you go to uh whoisdemsky.com and that's that's my new website yeah d-e-m-s-k-y and everything's there all my shows all my streams and everything like that it's all streams now uh, which is fine and yeah and there i'll put up uh you know all the releases that I'll have coming up in the future. That's awesome. Sure. Great. Who is Dembski.com. All right, folks, that's wrapping up another episode of Anything Goes Hokkaido. We're so happy you joined us, and uh, we would love your feedback. You don't have to be silent and cut contact with us if you don't like something that happened in the show. Please <laughs> let us know. We appreciate it. We want to grow in our production and uh, content quality all the time. But anything goes, and I think it's better to do something than be silent. So please hit us up with an email at anythinggoeshokkaido. at gmail.com if you have questions, would like to be on the show. Also, you can get us on social media just like Alan did. Woohoo! You know, find yeah. us on Facebook, Instagram <laughs> at anythinggoeshokkaido, and uh, we'd love to have guests, and we would really, really love for people who are here locally to send us your pictures. Um, videos if you go somewhere if you eat something really good or if you meet somebody really cool um, we're happy to edit that into the video and feature you that way it doesn't have to be a big production okay guys we really appreciate your time and uh, we'll see you next week 
Thanks okay. very much, guys. Goodbye. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of Anything Goes Hokkaido, video and audio podcast. Uh, we've had a few glitches in the production lately, and so this episode was edited on my computer, not my iPhone. It's a new thing for us. Hope you liked it.、Uh, love your feedback. Please become a patron and、uh, support us in this endeavor and keep on rocking on. Anything goes Hokkaido. Love you all and stay in touch and keep cool in this summer heat. Mata shitake. 